2: let's go
0: welcome to citizen uh very special guest today andy priscilla uh we've had you on Drink Your bros before now i've done your show so i guess it's all like a big orgy yeah podcast orgy yeah the best kind (laughs) everybody's gonna second best kind well yeah yeah Yeah. that's fair enough yeah Yeah. um so you're actually one of the dudes um one of the many people that kind of inspired me to take this on because uh it's you tim kennedy and uh this uh journalist batia unger sargon um who's very smart she's the deputy editor of newsweek okay. uh, deputy opinion editor for newsweek so <clears throat> we were talking one day and she was like you know the way that you talk about things you from a position of authority Challenge people to be better And that's There's not a whole lot of that going on There's a lot of like Patting people on the back And stuff mm-hmm. But You and I discussed this last night The stick and carrot thing The reason that the stick works better than the carrot Especially when you're trying to motivate yourself Is because you become addicted to The dopamine hit from the carrot mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. necessarily you don't, you don't get as much out of the process I don't think when you when you focus on the reward mm-hmm. You know what I mean mm-hmm. That's that's what leads to addiction actually Yeah If you think about it So um, You know And then I saw what you were doing over here um, <clears throat> I, I think your element is more leaning into the culture war That's not really what I'm doing here Yeah But it is like the The, the motivation And The style are the same mm-hmm. You know what I mean It's like yeah. hey look Nobody's coming to fucking save you You gotta do this yourself And then we have to do this ourselves or it ain't getting done, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? So um, for those who – I, I don't know if anybody's listening to this who hasn't heard of you already, but um, give us – give me an elevator pitch on on your bio and then jump into, like, some stuff that you see going on that's wrong right now that that's fixable. You know what yeah. I mean?
3: um, I, I'm just a regular dude, man. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur, I think – you know, I, I do a lot of different things. Um, I think I'm most well known for uh, First Form. Okay, uh, we 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 started in this nutrition industry in 1999. Um, it's been 23 years. You know, we started with 12 grand, and, and uh, first day was seven bucks in sales. And then, you know, and here we are, 23 years later, with something very significant. But I also host a podcast. Um, called Real AF. I hosted a podcast before that called the MFCEO Project which is uh, one of the most popular if not the most popular entrepreneurial podcasts Mm. of all time Um, and I switched in 2019 uh, to bring awareness to what's going on socially and politically uh, and culturally because without us correcting the environment that we're living in currently in this country you know guys like me who started out with literally nothing are not going to be able to build something significant uh such as you know a big company that employs literally Mm. thousands of people um so you know it's kind of one of those things where i was just i just kind of saw the problem and i was like hey dude uh well if we don't have this we can't have that you know what i mean and uh that's where it came from with real af and i got kind of sucked into the the whole scene um Immediately when COVID happened yeah. because I was very outspoken from the beginning. Yeah.
0: Well, it was weird because um, like the main criticism about people who are skeptical was like, well, you're not a doctor or a scientist. Like, okay, right. cool. But I like, I have basic common sense. Yeah. Inclusive and I, I, skills. I went to school. I know the basics of science and I know what you're telling me is incongruent with everything I've learned. So if it's changed, let me know. Yeah. But that's not what happened. It's like, you get abused into belief. Yeah. basically, You get
3: shamed and bu- abused and pressured. Right. And, you know, I started really examining what was going on. Um, and, you know, you and I talked about this last night at my house. Mm. Uh, you know, we we are of the age that we were – we grew up without the Internet. Right. Um, you know, when we were 20 years old, the well, Internet –
0: when we were kids, we spent most of our time outside because that's, that's all there was that's, to do. Yeah, there was yeah.
3: no – People don't, like, these kids have no concept of that. Like, yeah. there's no phone.
0: There's no internet. There's no social media. You it, might have, like, a video game system, like yeah. a Nintendo or something, but if you get caught playing inside during the day, mom's coming over there to whip your ass, right? Yeah, it's like, come sure. on now, get out of here. Dude, we got caught all the time playing during the day because we get yeah. fights over it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me and Sal. Yeah, that's how it happens. <laughs> yeah.
3: But, uh, you know, she hears screaming from the other room yeah. and be like, you guys should be playing the game. <laughs> but, you know, dude, um, it, it takes a perspective, I think of uh, certain level of experience to understand how they're able to to formulate these lies mm. And you know, it seems to be that all the people that catch it are all roughly about the same age. yeah, um, it seems like they're between you know thirty five and forty five mm-hmm. uh, because the people older than forty five, for example, they've kind of tuned out of the internet yeah. and just kind of lost contact. And the people younger can't remember what it was like before the internet, so they just take it for what it is. Right. And I think that you know the age range that we are both in, uh, and the experiences of being in business in terms of be, having to critically think your way through mm-hmm. real problems, um, just allowed allowed me to see it very clearly from the get go. You know, yeah. we went through multiple pandemics, bro. Growing up, we never shut the country down. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, people people don't understand. You know, back H one N one uh what was that 2008 ish or 10 ish
0: somewhere around there yeah Yeah.
3: uh we didn't close all the businesses
0: no and the military tried to force everybody to get swine flu vaccines too and i was like no i'm not doing that yeah and they're like you have to i'm like no i don't yeah and they're like yeah you do i'm like nope and they're like okay (laughs) and i just
3: left yeah well dude now uh we just covered it on on my show yesterday now they came out and said hey by the way uh you know everything's cool now. You can treat, yeah. you could treat unvaccinated people the same as vaccinated, um, you know, and all these things. I'm is that kidding.
0: is that by the way is that supposed to be like a subtle public apology or dude? Or, I think so. Like
3: I because I that ain't cutting it, dude. No, it fucking ain't. You
0: got to give everybody their job. You got to you got to restore the seven hundred thousand American businesses that closed forever. Yeah, because of yeah, your bullshit. instead
3: of sending billions of dollars to Ukraine, maybe we should be spending yeah. that money here on that. Yeah, you know. But this this situation that we we've it's social division intentional and now we have this situation where we have literally millions of people who have fucking had their lives ruined mm. and these people are like oh you know what um, all that stuff we said about the pandemic of the unvaccinated uh yeah just forget, forget about, about that, that. Yeah. yeah yeah don't worry about it man we, we're still
0: good no What's motherfucker it?
3: we ain't still good
0: that's the same thing i had alex epstein on the show not too long ago um He's one of Teal's guys, and he's the guy that wrote uh, "Fossil Future." I don't mm-hmm. know if you've seen that. You need to have him on the show and talk about it. But okay. he's a fossil fuel advocate, mm-hmm. um,
3: which everybody should
0: be. Yeah, of course, because yeah. that's fucking just the reason. Because that's
3: people, called science. Yeah. You want to talk about the, like, dude? I was thinking about this shit this morning. Like, yeah. people have to. You guys have to really think about. <laughs>
0: anything they tell you from here on out why like why would you just believe stuff people tell you well that's the that's where i was going that we had alex epstein on and he talks about how there's the client climate community specifically has been pushing this same for the last 50 years yeah there's actually a document called 50 years of climate failed climate predictions yeah for 50 years they've pushed a couple of uh 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 catastrophizing uh uh, phrases that like the whole world's gonna end by 2000 if we don't do this Mm -hmm. or we're gonna have receding coastline by 2000 if we don't do this none of it came true Mm -mm. and they're like well raise one inch and they're they what they say is we were right we just had the timeline wrong like no that's being wrong that's That's what that's called that's right you stupid fuck so you know uh especially now but probably always and I think this is a good lesson for people just to learn is to question authority Mm -hmm. now when you tell people that they think you're trying to tell them to be a rabble rouser or be disrespectful or whatever that's not what that is and Mm -hmm. if somebody is an authority figure and they're telling you something and you are skeptical of what they're saying and they get upset about it that person is lying to you yeah because somebody that knows it's the truth will fucking explain to you why it's the truth they won't say shut up stop saying what you're saying yeah that's how that works. Which
3: is what they did. Dude, bro, th- remember this. We've never had open censorship in this country since I've been alive since you've yeah. been alive. Like yeah. not, and dude, if you remember, that shit started right whenever that Hunter Biden laptop came out right mm-hmm. before the election, where they started putting tags on everything. Do you remember, yeah. Do you remember when they, they made it uh, on Instagram so you couldn't see the yeah. hashtags? Yeah.
0: For, for that New York Post uh, yes. article, yeah. Dude, and yeah. now,
3: now it's just, well, they, they, they adopted that as normal business practice. Twitter
0: just, Twitter, and uh, I believe it was Twitter, just announced um, their intent to have election security, election information security. Well, election information security. What the fuck does that mean?
3: It means we're going to tell you what it is, and if you question it, you're a domestic terrorist.
0: Yeah, basically.
3: Yeah, I mean, dude, they did this in, um, did you see that, uh, what's her name, Jacinda Ahern Ad- or Ahern? from New Zealand, she came out and did a press conference Mm. and basically said, everything we say is the truth and everything anybody else says is not the truth. Is that
0: like saying, I am the science? Yes! Like, come on, man.
3: Dude, and Um, my opinion on this whole thing of like them retracting the CDC guidance and mm. everything is they realize it's not gonna fly the way they thought it was. Yeah. They gotta regroup. And the important thing for, for us to remember and people to remember is they're not quitting they're not going away
0: no this is a regroup so you know i mean look it's it doesn't do you any it doesn't do you or your community any favors to just tune out of everything because you need to know what's going on but you should read everything with a skeptical mind and definitely be um like prepare yourself with the with the evidence Mm -hmm. that's that's the best thing you do let's talk a little bit about being prepared, because I think the biggest um, the biggest issue we really face in this country right now is a lack of leadership. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody. It, it's like any other thing, like st- like getting into real estate or starting a, uh, a a diet or a workout plan or something like that. People don't know where to start, and it's intimidating. There's a lot of choices. They get paralysis by analysis, and blah 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 that's where leaders come in like, Hey, here's what I did. Here's how, what worked and what didn't work. You know, you bear your soul to these fucking people and like, all right, cool. Now follow me. The, the infantry badge and in the army says, follow me at the bottom. You know what I mean? That's the yeah. whole fucking point. People think that <clears throat> that leadership is just like giving orders and punishing the disobedient or rewarding the obedient but that's not, that doesn't even get close to what real leadership is. Leadership is just like (laughs) diet is the food that you eat every day, not something you do for two or three weeks and then stop. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's a fucking lifestyle. And so is leadership. Every opportunity you get to guide somebody else is a very important opportunity for you because we've all needed it at some point. And, you know, what matters, what really matters is that each and every person hold themselves and those around them to a, a, an honorable standard, a principle-based standard, right? Yeah. That's what really matters.
3: Dude, I think that's what we're missing right now. You know, when, I, when I've taken, you know, my, my time, the last two and a half years, dude, I haven't really done anything else. Like, I've really poured myself into this. Um, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that all my companies are in a place where, you know, my teams are good and they run things. So I've been able to really dig into what I think the problem is here. And you know, when I grew up, bro, we weren't taught, and I know that you were taught this too, um, but our lives are supposed to honor the people that came before us in this country and how we live and what we do, and, and then also inspire the people coming behind us. And that was American cultural norm for me growing up.
0: Well, that has to be a societal norm in any successful culture. It's a seed becoming a plant, producing fruit, producing seeds, producing plants, yes, so on and so forth. Dude. It has to work like that. But they've
3: stopped it through culture. And yeah. when we when we uh when I was about 20 years old, I'm 43 now. You know, they removed the pledge of allegiance from mm. school. And then they started giving out trophies for showing up. And they started villainizing winning and they started making it okay to do anything you wanted. Oh, it's just, you know, hey, that's just how I choose to live. The problem with that is, is that there's all kinds of people of all different races, of all different backgrounds, of all different cultures who have literally fucking died trying to create an opportunity for you to have the opportunity to do something. And when you don't exercise that opportunity by holding high standards, by taking care of your health, by taking care of your career, by taking care of your family, by taking care of your community, and holding a high standard there, the the whole concept of America doesn't it doesn't work. And so what we have, and from my observation, is an intentional demoralization of our culture um, through a communist ideology uh, that's been around for you know ever. Mm. And we're in a place now where, you know, guys like us and people who believe in America, we kind of got caught. Uh, with our pants down a little bit. Yeah. You know, we were in, enjo- like for me, I've spent the last 23 years building businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was guilty of, of you know, being the guy who went to vote and voted just down the car yeah. and didn't really understand what was going on. And so, you know, I think it's important for people to hear that because I do talk about these things so much. But people feel like they can't talk about it, or because they don't know very much, right? right. Dude, I didn't know that much either, man. Yeah. Like until the last couple of years when I really started. Like when they when they shut down the country, dude, that's when the red flag went up no. for me. I'm like, no, nope, this is this is wrong. We don't do this here. You know, uh, I have Arte Syndicate at my let. We mm. we coach literally thousands of entrepreneurs. Um, and dude, I'm getting blown up on the phone from all these people from all over the country. And all over the world who were losing their shit. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude. Like, that was a very stressful time for me. Yeah. So, it forced me to, like, confront what was going on. But as a
0: community, we weren't ready for it. Huh? As a community, we weren't ready for it because there should have been thousands of us all at the same times telling everybody to say no to this shit. Now, a lot of people. So, I was. I was, too. You were. But, like, yeah. there wasn't enough people. And, bro, I got it.
3: abused. Yeah.
0: I Listen, bro.
3: I got abuse. I don't fucking care. Okay. Like you guys like to, you know how it is like mm. to build a company. You're, it doesn't matter. You guys have done black rifle coffee. Mm. You've done all kinds of stuff. You're doing hard AF now. You know, you've built podcasts like, bro, there's going to be people that don't fucking like you. That's yeah. the reality. I don't yeah. care, but like, I'm just noted like for the sake of conversation, like these motherfuckers hated me, dude. Mm. And they're calling up our company. And, uh, this is a first, and then as it as it progressed, and I stood my ground, it became support, and yep. our company actually grew because of it. So it's all good. But my point is, is like some of you motherfuckers were mean as fuck to people, mm. and like you know maybe you should remember and, and think about that these people who were speaking up that you hate were speaking up for your benefit. Yeah. And now we're dealing with a situation where all these people were forced to get this medicine that fuck quote unquote medicine. Fuck. Look how conditioned I am, bro. I mm-hmm. won't even say fucking vaccine on the show. No. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they they forced these people to take this shit and now we got people fucking sick. We got myocarditis. We got people falling over, young people dying. They created a new fucking uh, sudden adult death syndrome. Like dude, we were trying to prevent all of this.
0: Yeah. And you know. It's, you know, uh, I, I mentioned it on your show yesterday but it's actually a Ronald Reagan quote. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Yeah. And then he says, we didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same, or one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. Now, dude, dude, how do
3: you explain freedom to someone who's never experienced
0: it? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's rough. Like, it's like somebody that's uh, institutionalized In prison or something like that You know what I mean Like it's It's an uncomfortable thing It means you have to take Responsibility for shit It's no longer A regimented day You have to make that Regimen yourself Um And some people Can't handle it
3: Let me ask you this dude What do you Do you think we've ever Been real free here
0: In America Yeah Um Yeah In our life In our lifetime now I don't think so either But in the early days Probably until the middle Of the 19th century Something like that Yeah When um You know, political factions at the beginning Caused a little turmoil James Madison was super against it Thomas Jefferson and Adams Didn't speak to each other for years Mm -hmm. Even though they were best friends Because of that shit Um, Alexander (laughs) Hamilton is one of the biggest pieces of shit In American history For trying to federalize everything Mm -hmm. And doing a bunch of nasty shit behind the scenes Like trying to turn the fucking army Against George Washington and vice versa Mm -hmm. Um, There's been this tumult a lot But what kept us Okay, was the fact that it was decentralized. Mm-hmm. We did have a federal government back then, but it was so small, and there were so many pioneer areas that were governed only by maybe a governor and a couple of sheriffs in the in the entire state. That people were able to do pretty much what they wanted to do. What we realized was that we need a little bit more than that. We need to build roads. We need to do this. We need national defense. All right, cool. But it really got away from us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And that's the trade-off. That To me, people talk about the social contract in this term, that we abide by certain rules, we pay some taxes, and we get X, Y, and Z in return. But the way you should think of it is that how much is X, Y, and Z really costing me, not just in monetary terms, but in my ability to, to move freely throughout the country. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that As is my fucking right. Yeah. Um, so I think that's... <laughs> People, it's the same with the tax argument. We're, we're always talking, like if you see a tax debate in Congress or the Senate, they're debating who to tax, but not where to, or like whether, how, if they should even be taxing anybody in the first it's place. It's not even you know a I mean? discussion. Yeah. Like, dude,
3: look, man, you know, in business. Like, why do you think you're entitled to my fucking money? You're dude? not. That's like, the point. Here. And we, that's what my point. And the question was, you know, they have, they have kept the banner up of freedom. And started to work in all these other ideologies that are not about freedom.
0: And now they're fucking any any kind of symbol of actual liberty is being cast as some kind of like domestic terrorist. Yeah, what was
3: it? The uh, the, the Betsy
0: Ross flag, yeah. the, the Gonzalez yeah. come and take it flag. Are you yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. kidding me? These yeah. are literal symbols of the revolution.
3: Yes, from 17 fucking 76, bro. That
0: should tell you a lot that the, the three main fra- flags of the revolution, the Betsy Ross flag the uh, Gonzalez flag and the don't tread on me flag are all now they're they're trying to criminalize these things dude there's how many states with the don't tread on
3: me license plate quite a few yeah like dude we listen these people are insane Mm. they are on the they are reeling this to me what i see here is a boxing match that's in like the sixth round Mm. and the and the and they just got their fucking clock clean and they're on their heels and and they don't know if they're gonna make it through and so they're they're sitting in their corner and they're figuring out how to regroup and that's how I'm reading the situation. But, I mean, dude, at the end of the day, you know, it gets back to this obligation that we're talking about. You know, you as an individual, we as individuals must hold and live the standard at which we believe America should be at yeah. in our own lives. You and, know, that's and, the thing people are missing. Like you said, we lack leadership, but I actually believe that we lack an understanding of where the leadership is supposed to come from. Right. So, you know, like we have to lead ourselves before anybody's going to, you know, come through and organize that. And right now we have a a culture of people who, you know, uh, sit at home, uh, have everything at their fingertips. They're losing the skills of true like going out and achievement
0: uh, there's no appetite for patience or discomfort anymore and those are literally the two most important things in the world
3: well it makes people that have the understanding of what it takes to win at a huge advantage well yeah i mean
0: if shit if shit were to go down today i would not feel bad about it It, well well i mean i would feel uh, i like uh, it would be sad but i'm not afraid why, what would you be afraid of, bro?
3: 140-pound fucking vegan dudes running around with fucking trash can lids and umbrellas?
0: I guess what I'm... You know what i saying? Yeah. Like, I mean... The, look, that, the thing that does concern me is the fact that look, what you're talking about. Um, and uh, this dude from the show Game of Thrones says, power lies where men believe it lies. Mm-hmm. And that means, to me, this government exists because we allow it to. That's right. There's no there's nothing in the constitution that says that we have to allow these people to do the things that they're doing. Like tax, certainly not the tax part. That's not in the constitution. Listen, man,
3: I, I I know plenty of wealthy dudes that pay more to tax than they take home. And that means they work for the government. Yeah. You know, like my friends that live in California, they're paying more tax.
0: Yeah. The the anybody that's making over two million a year there. Is paying like a fifty-eight to sixty-one percent. That, that's
3: insane. Yeah, bro, you work for the government, and you know the, what the, the deal is: is those people are making so much money they don't care. They're like, fuck yeah. it. But at the end of the day, like, we, you know, no, the conversation never. You comes- have to
0: stop and think about what you're contributing to. Yes, then, right. Like, do you want to be contributing to the shit that Gavin Newsom is doing? I would say, and I would immediately. I did actually in 2017. I left California because yeah. of the bullshit that was going on there.
3: Bro, I wouldn't even go there. <laughs>
0: I wouldn't even go. Definitely not now. When I first went there, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Like in 2011 or so, it was still okay. By the time I left, it was like, man, this place is fucked. Dude, I used to, uh, we used to have a little office out there
3: in Hollywood for uh, our influencer program. Mm -hmm. And so I spent a lot of time out there. And like, dude, it's just, you know, it's sad as fuck. Yeah. Because like, you'll go to dinner, it's the disparity between the haves and the have nots is like right in your fucking face. Yeah. And it's sad. And, uh, you know, it's weird that people can walk. This is really why I stopped going out there, dude. Uh, There's this restaurant in – there's a restaurant out there called The Little Door. Mm -hmm. And really cool spot. Yeah. You know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about? Yeah. So uh, my friends – and I, out there, used to go to eat there. Mm. And, you know, you go there to eat with four people, it's probably fucking 500 bucks. Yeah, at least. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not... It, 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 probably more. It's probably yeah. more like 750 bucks. For, it's a nice place. Yeah. Um. You you walk out from this amazing dinner, and on both sides of the fucking sidewalk, fucking there's homeless
0: tents and tents, shit. Yeah. And, like, dude... Well, when's you, the last time you've been out there? Because now it's everywhere in I, Los I, Angeles. I,
3: yeah, I was out there uh, last September for a speaking engagement, and it was... I mean, now it,
0: it's like Hollywood and vine. it was There's insane homeless encampments, yeah, it was insane, which is you and know bro, that's
3: crazy, because that W right there, at Hollywood and Vine <laughs> is where I stayed,
0: yeah, you
3: know, and I loved it, but now it's <laughs> it, it's look man, we we have to start looking, and this is a whole nother thing about American culture. we have to stop looking away from the problems mm-hmm. and start understanding that that the government is is their interest is in creating those problems for those people. Like sure. that might be,
0: 100- or at or at very least, letting them happen and taking advantage of it. One hundred percent. Like it's, and that, it's a hard yeah. thing
3: to like to like settle. If you have a decent heart, like if you have a decent heart and and, and you care about people, mm-hmm. that's a hard thing to understand. Like how how could our government in America, you know, look away from these inner city communities or the, these homeless problems? Um, and every four years come back and say, hey, we're going to fix this, vote yeah. for us, and then go to Washington or go to their state capital and pass fucking laws, bro, that make it worse for these people. Yeah. And like, dude, and, and and then those people who, who like here in St. Louis, in the, in the North St. Louis, it's predominantly black community, very high crime, you know, you you go up there and talk to them and they're like, bro, this is fucking bullshit.
0: Yeah. Like we please, need cops. Please bring more. Yes. Producer, yeah.
3: And, and then on the news, they're saying all these people think that you're a racist. No, they don't No, like this fake division it is, I think it, what's cool is people are starting to see it.
0: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. And like, I really, it's really of, been cool. one of the most important things. There's two things you touched on there. Uh, I'll start with the, the one most recent. One of the most important things people ask all the time, how do we get started fixing this problem? One of the most important things you can do is fucking talk to people, actual human beings, not on the internet, not, you know, listening to the news and hearing them interview people because that's bullshit. Yeah. They just pick some dude with a fucking bunch of scars on his head and interview him like, hey, what do you think of Republicans? Yeah. Fuck Republicans. Fucking racist. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> Go talk to actual people because for two reasons. One, the media is definitely lying to you. You know what I mean? About but everything. About, about literally everything. Yeah. Uh, and two, it's hard. It, it, it's If everything that you know about, if you're a conservative, if you're listening to the show, you're probably libertarian or conservative. If you're one of those two things and everything you know about modern Democrats or modern liberals is what you learned from fucking Fox News or Newsmax or any of these other organizations, or even me or you, yeah. If the only thing you know about these people come from one of us or one of one of these news agencies, then you have fucking failed. Yeah. The reason I know the stuff that I know about them is because I go talk to these motherfuckers. That's right. You know what I mean? So that's the first step. And what did we
3: say last night? What do all people want? They want the same shit. They want to be safe.
0: Maslow's have- hierarchy of needs. Bro. Safety, security, shelter, so on. The the opportunity mm. to build something better. Yep. You know, and that's the whole function of society, by the way. It's not to have a stranglehold on activities and finances, so the people at the top can fucking spend money however they want. That's not the point of all this. It is the point. Right now. <laughs> the point of all of this is to have centurions facing outward with spears in case anybody tries to invade, and you know a collective effort to build the infrastructure of the country. That's it. I agree. So the 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 other thing is about habits about how we've you you said it yesterday and you just alluded to it now and I, I say this a lot i say this this is how i say it every time you do the hard right thing the easier it becomes Absolutely. and every time you do the lazy thing right or or refuse to do something out of laziness or, or weakness it becomes easier to do that as well it's a fucking muscle it's a reflex Absolutely. Right?
3: you're talking about discipline muscle there Discipl-
0: bro. discipline you begins make deposits
3: or withdrawals that's it
0: it begins and ends with uh, leadership begins and ends with discipline. That's yeah. really what it is because you can listen to us run our fucking mouths about all the cool shit we do and about all the fucking principles and standards we have. But if we're out there living a life that's not in, uh, in, in Congress with that, then you know we're full of shit. Yeah. For example, if some guy's telling me the most deadly virus in the history of the world and you have to stay at home and wear a mask and then he goes to, with his buddies to the French Laundry, for example with no mask sitting inside i'm like okay cool i know that you don't believe what you just told me so if you want to be a leader if you want people to follow you and if you think you have the right information information that can help people's lives that can save people's lives and you're not making the effort to spread that information then what the fuck are you doing with your life being a pussy yeah because what you're afraid of what, what might happen no dude pick up your fucking nuts and be a leader well they
3: fucking conditioned people to believe that if you speak out you're going to get fucking
0: hammered which by
3: the way um
0: hammered by whom these th- fucking th- bitches like fuck them that's
3: all i'm saying bro we got fucking 80 percent common sense people they're not fucking hammering you you're getting hammered by the fucking idiots causing the fucking problem yeah. anyways who cares
0: you know like, i'm not worried about getting that's basically a pillow fight so dude, far as i'm concerned come on
3: yes like dude these you guys have to understand that like we live in this amazing opportunity to be historically relevant, dude mm-hmm. like think of all, all like think of all the time that you like you know I never served like you've mm-hmm. served or anything like that, but like think of all the time as a kid, you' like fuck dude seventeen seventy six like you' yeah. think, like
0: holy shit, dude, these we guys- grew up playing cowboys and Indians now people grow up wondering what fucking gender they are,
3: yeah, but dude, think about this,
0: we are at
3: the fucking precipice mm-hmm. of. Turning like this is the most historically relevant time,
0: probably since the Civil War. Yes, and before that, since the Revolution, and we have an
3: opportunity to lead people through this and make our restore our country to where it should be, and not only restore it. This is why I don't agree with the MAGA, the fucking MAGA, make America great again, motherfucker. We ain't ever been great. Yeah, how much great? You know how much better we could be.
0: Well, what? Who? Phil Jackson says um you're only in the you're you're only great in the moment that you achieve greatness right yeah like think about that yeah like i i did something that's great i'm great right then and then afterwards i have to be great again and 100%. again and again so the the idea of making People america great we- again it, it it implies that there's some there's some plateau that we can get to. We climb the hill or the mountain, and we get there, and now we're just great. That's but, not how it fucking works, dude. dude. Not only that, it's it's not It's an uphill climb yeah, the whole, whole time, fucking way. Forever.
3: Yes. Dude, it's... Uh,
0: That's why you have to train your fucking kids, by the way. And not just your kids, but the people who, like, if you're... Everybody wonders, how am I going to be a leader? I just work in a fucking office in a cubicle somewhere. Well, you're 30 years old. There's fucking 20-year-olds there, too. You're a leader to them, motherfucker, because you you know more about life than they do. And what are you doing... If you're spending all this time listening to us, reading books, watching the news, figuring out what's going on, thinking about how to solve problems, when the, one of the solutions is right there in front of you. You know what I mean? Have conversations with people. Be a fucking leader and live the life. You know, say out loud what you believe and then live your life according to that fucking principle.
3: And by the way, uh, you're not going to be perfect at that. No. You're going to fuck it up. Yeah, You're going to come off track. You're going to get off the path. And your job is to be aware enough and care enough to get up back on the path when you find yourself off of it. Yep. You know, there's this idea in society that everybody's got to be fucking perfect to be a leader. That's bullshit. The best leaders in the world were 50% fuck-ups.
0: Yeah, like Lincoln. Yeah! Failed. Fucking Grant. Lincoln failed pretty much everything yes. up until he got elected president, to be Bro, honest.
3: Ulysses S. Grant, one of the most underrated historical figures of the United States history. People don't know his story. This dude sold fucking firewood on the mm. fucking corners of St. Louis, bro. That's after he was president, by the way. Yeah. You know, like, dude, this, the, the amount of sacrifice and, like, what pissed me off, too, I'm just got to mention this, but during the BLM riots, they tore down a statue of fucking Ulysses Grant, and I'm like, you motherfucker. Because
0: his wife's family inherited one slave.
3: Not only that, bro, he was the motherfucker on the fucking horses riding into the fucking uh, to free the slaves himself, like yeah. actually killing motherfuckers. <laughs> to fucking get the slaves free. And you're gonna tear down his fucking statue. Like, it shows you the ignorance of our entire fucking country. Like, you know, we were talking about the interview with the video. uh, Mm. They they pick one guy who says, oh, fuck, Republicans are racist. Yeah, Bro, have you ever watched these videos where they walk down the street and ask people like how many states there are? Oh yeah. And they were like, oh, there's 65 states. Yeah, You know, it's like, dude, you're dealing with people that don't know shit. And so, when it comes to leading and it comes to like, you know, I think the biggest thing that people misunderstand, like you just mentioned, the 30-year-old guy to the 20-year-old guy, there's no leadership God that comes around and and hits you on the head with a fucking wand and says, hey, guess what, Dan? Mm. Now you're a leader. We have to take it upon ourselves. It requires initiative. Mm. It requires you identifying things that are wrong. Bro, take off your fucking clothes and go look in the fucking mirror, bro. Yeah. Take off your fucking clothes and go look in the mirror. It'll tell you everything about your fucking standards. That's the truth. Yeah. And if you want to know where to start, start there. Because, dude, when people see you holding yourself to a higher standard with what you put in your body mm. or holding yourself to a higher standard by getting out and moving or mm. walking or making an effort to be better, bro, that inspires people to be better. Like the, the 30-year-old guy you just mentioned, mm. this, let's just say – Let's just say he's 100 pounds overweight like mm-hmm. a lot of Americans. And yeah. by the way, I used to be as well, okay? Um, so no judgment here. Like, we all fuck up and we all get out of line. But, you know, when you, when you make a change like that and you start to raise your standards and you start to be better – you are now you're leading. Yeah. You're setting an example for people around you. Like You don't have to go around to everybody in your office and say, Hey motherfucker, I lost a hundred pounds. When the fuck are you going to do it?
0: Now people pe- will notice.
3: That's right. Yeah. And the people that when people are ready, they will begin. Yeah. And so dude, what we have is, you know, bro, I'm fucking, I'm 43 years old, dude. I, I'm, I'm a pretty wealthy dude. Mm. I've been very successful in business. Um, I still look at myself and I'm like, bro, am I qualified to fucking lead? <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: It's uh, am I qualified to fucking um, imposter syndrome? Is Dude what that's for called, sure. Yeah. And we
3: all have it. Mm-hmm. So like if I still have it, and you probably still have mm-hmm. have it sometimes, well, fuck you guys are gonna have it too. Yeah. So understand that's just part of it. And when we well, start to hold ourselves to these higher standards, um, you know, when we talk about like culturally representing what you think America should be, it really does start with the individual, and they've got us convinced that someone's going to come along. Or and I actually think that's part of the fucking play to get their shit in.
0: Yeah, they've, they've they, c- they they it's it's idol worship. Yes, that's really what it yes. really is. Like whether it's Biden or Trump or Doesn't Obama matter. or anybody like that, it's idol worship.
3: Yes, and bro, we have to get to a point where we understand. You said this on the show yesterday. It's not about worshiping the person. It's about respecting and and living the words and the values mm. and the standards that this country is supposed to be and then who you vote for should be who mirrors that yeah. not not who spent the most money uh or who was in a scandal you don't want to vote yeah. for
0: i've know? got i've got an idea about that so and one, one solution i think that might be appropriate for <clears throat> this lesser of two evils voting pattern that we seem to have is a minimum vote requirement, right? So let's say Hillary versus Trump 2016 Mm -hmm. uh, or Trump-Biden 2020, whomever it is. You have to get X number of votes in the state to win, and if you don't, then you fucking both people lose and you have another vote Mm -hmm. until somebody gets the votes. And that way abstaining from voting is a vote in and of itself it's a rejection of both candidates i think that's something that's been missing people all often offer a third party candidate as a solution to that but i don't know if that works
3: i think that i think the third party candidate and you said there's a lot of libertarians i think libertarians kind of fuck us a lot Mm. if i'm being real because they either won't vote or they'll they'll say i'm not voting for they won't vote for the better guy because he doesn't represent all of their shit, yeah. right? Like, this is my problem with libertarians is they're like, oh, fucking uh, roads. We don't need no fucking tax. <laughs> Motherfucker, you ain't ever run shit. Yeah. You gotta have some money coming in, yeah, sure. okay? Yeah. So uh, maybe we should be asking these people to uh, spend our money a little bit more wisely. Yeah. Maybe we should make some rules at government. Like, hey- I don't, uh, I don't
0: think we should have- Congress and Senate making those decisions. People should vote on that shit. And we should have accountants handling the books, but they don't have any authority. They just handle the books. Well, bro, you know what I mean? Why, why are we, why are we putting 550 or so people in charge of all of our money? That doesn't make any sense.
3: Hold on. Think about this. You and I run a company. Mm? We've got 15%. We've got 15% allocated towards, uh, you know, marketing, Marketing, right? And we're like, fuck, well, we gotta get this to 50%. What what do you what do you do? You don't there's no option there. You're gonna yeah. be out of fucking business. Yeah, okay. Would. And what they keep doing is they keep digging further into our lives mm-hmm. to satisfy their poor decision making. Yeah. And, and and I believe it's past their poor decision making. I believe now it's theft. Yeah. They, you know. And if we made Well, they think
0: they're entitled to the money. Of course. which is a very feudalistic way to think about yeah. things. Like I'm the I'm the politician here, we that's our money. Yeah, like, that's, fuck fuck you. And that's a culture dude. that's
3: taken hold of our fucking government, bro. Yeah. And so we have this situation now where it's no longer they represent us, it's we serve them. And that's a fundamental ideology that the regular American citizen should really take a close look at because the whole idea of America is, is a is representative republic. Yep. You know, and we have a situation now where these people in government, they don't, they don't think of it like, oh, I'm here to do good for for Andy and Dan. Yeah. They think, hey, man, maybe we can get Andy and Dan to pay another 15%.
0: Yeah, so we can fucking do X, Y, and Z. Yeah, so I can put whatever. my son
3: on the board of this technology company yeah. in fucking Taiwan. Like, dude, this, this is pure. We, they have left the banner of freedom up. And they have slowly brought in oppressive communist ideology. And we still buy the freedom story because they've left the sign up on the front of the fucking store. Yeah. Like this ain't fuck. It'd be like it'd be like having a restaurant, bro, that served fucking uh, fried chicken. Mm. And it says on the outside fried chicken. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, over time, they, they they introduce some sushi. Right. And then a little less fried chicken. And then over time. More sushi, a little less fried chicken. And then, before you know it, you're going into the fried chicken restaurant. They't in any fried chicken. Yeah. It's just sushi, but they haven't changed the sign yet. And, and that's what's going on in America with freedom and communism. You know It's sliding in, creating a scenario where it's highly oppressive. and the libertarian group of people, which you know, which honestly, I think most people are of that mindset of live and let live. Mm-hmm which unfortunately guys I agree with but that's the problem. The problem is you can't li- if you live and let live, you're opening yourself up. Like like if you live and let live and don't lead, mm. you are opening yourself up to have someone who is evil or oppressive lead you because you don't want to take the initiative to do the work.
0: This episode is brought to you by blackriflecoffee.com. Join the Black Rifle Coffee Club and get fresh roasted freedom delivered straight to your door. Black Rifle Coffee Company as you know. Is a veteran-owned and operated company that supports America's military, law enforcement, and first responders. Get the best coffee in the world. Get your premium coffee delivered every month. Choose your favorite roast, whether you want whole bean ground or coffee rounds that work in a Keurig machine, and your delivery schedule, which I believe they have 7, 14, 21, 30 days and a couple of other options uh, as well. And in addition to that, this is the best deal you're going to get. In addition to the ease of the coffee club, you're also going to get free shipping on all your orders. You're going to get access uh, to exclusive partner discounts. You're going to get 20% off your first order using the code CITIZEN. Go to blackriflecoffee.com. Next up, Ghostbed. We all know Ghostbed. They have the best deals in the world on the best beds in the world. Right now, GhostBed is offering 40% off GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and an adjustable base for everything else, 30% off. Use the code drink it Bros at ghostbed.com forward slash Bros. You can get a mattress and an adjustable base and everything else you add to that order, that's going to be 40% off. And then, you know, with all these great deals, whether it's the 40% off bundle deal or the general 30% off deal, you can utilize the zero down 0% financing plan for up to 60 months. That's five years, which will reduce your monthly cost to somewhere between tw- like $25 and $45 a month, somewhere in there, depending on what all you get. So go get those deals, you know, to bed, it's the third of your life, eight hours a day. Spend the money. Uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinker bros for that. Next up, Simply Safe. This is the easiest, easiest home security system you were ever going to use. Uh, there's a lot of systems out there. This is the one that I prefer. Here's a question. Is there anything that matters more than the safety of you and your loved ones? Of course not. So isn't it strange then that many home security companies don't behave that way? This is why we use and trust Simply Save Home Security. Their advanced security technology helps us sleep at night. They also put us and uh, our family's safety. First, here's why I love it. Super easy. You can set this entire system up in 10 to 15 minutes, really. Uh, With 24-7 professional monitoring, simply says agents call you the moment a threat is detected and they dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or cannot be reached. Simply saves monitoring agents, truly care about your well-being, are highly trained to keep you calm and safe during stressful situations, staying on the line with you until help arrives. So, if you are someone who travels for work a lot and your family stays home behind you and you're worried about their safety while you're gone, Simply Safe is the answer. Simply Safe's customer first policies make sure you're taken care of with affordable plans starting at less than $1 a day and no long term contracts or hidden fees because feeling safe at home shouldn't break the bank. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com. Slash citizen podcast. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera plus plus twenty percent off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com slash citizen podcast. That's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com slash citizen podcast. And finally, Babble. We we talk a lot about improving our minds. Right. Everybody's into these nootropics and different ways to get the most out of the human brain. But I got to tell you, neuroplasticity depends on learning new skills, learning new languages. Languages is one of the best ways to do it. So you can either learn a mechanical skill and that works one part of your brain, or you can learn a language in your memory center, your hippocampus, and you're going to learn another, uh, or you're going to develop another part of your brain. For all of your summer travels, whether you're going abroad, staying domestic, want to immerse yourself in a culture, or you want to do what I was just talking about, which is improve the way your brain functions. Now is the perfect time to start Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Uh, thanks to their addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lesson, there's always time to learn a new language before you reach your destination. With Babbel, you only need about 10 minutes to complete a single lesson. They're uh, in blocks like that. So, You know, you can be having real-life conversations in as little as three weeks, uh, and you can push yourself even harder if you want. Uh, Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts. Um, Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective, and you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, they have speech recognition technology that helps make sure that your pronunciation and accent are correct. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons... You can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. And it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel right now. Save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash citizen. That's B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash citizen for up to 60% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. And by the way, that's what conservative means. Like the literal definition of conservative and, and western politics is somebody who conserves the principles of their country the the principles that their country was based on so people think that there's a specific economic style linked to conservatism small government yes but a specific economic style not necessarily Mm -hmm. right it's it's i mean capitalism for sure but like there's there's i believe in ethical capitalism yeah
3: like yeah. I think capitalism in a fucking greed format, when it gets like when it gets like it is right now, <clears throat> where the biggest companies in the world have become literal monopolies, and the, the, the you know, that's that's not I don't believe that's what capitalism is supposed to look like.
0: Now you gotta have uh what's his name? John Mackey on the show sometime soon after he retired. He's the CEO of uh of Whole Foods. I saw that he and, made a thing about socialists yeah.
3: he's afraid to Socialists he, are taking yeah, bro. You're yeah, right to the fucking party.
0: He was just on my buddy's show. Well, he's been saying this since the early 2000s. Oh, he has. Yeah, yeah. He let, sold
3: out. Uh, well, he, they they sold right to, to Amazon? Amazon. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, he lit Milton Milton Friedman up in like 2005, way oh, back good. in the day. But um, yeah, he was uh my buddy Nick Gillespie. He's the editor of Reason magazine. It's a libertarian publication, mm-hmm. which uh, but Mackey was like, socialists are taking over this country. He what he calls it is uh maybe conscious capitalism or something like that. Let me see if it's in here. Um, I can't remember what the fuck he called it. I don't know. But what he's describing is the social contract, right? Mm -hmm. Like it isn't just we abide by a set of rules and spend some dollars on taxes and for that we get representation, we get roads, we get defense and so on and so forth it's that when you become successful in a community or when you have the power to protect people, right? you have the obligation. With the right comes the obligation. That's what the definition of a citizen is. It's a person with the rights and obligations granted to them by uh, citizenship. That's, mm-hmm. what a, that's the, the literal definition of a citizen. So you are, it is incumbent upon people, whether it's a small piece of information that might be able to help people's lives uh, uh, some kind of strategy on discipline, just holding people accountable, teaching them how to start a fucking business or giving them the courage to do things in public, whatever it is, or if you're a wealthy person, to find a way to use your wealth to help other people. Absolutely. Like d- these these things are, inc- and if you see somebody not doing that, if you see a company, like I don't know what Bezos does charity-wise. He, I don't either. I, I know that he didn't give a lot to charity and when his wife got half his money, she gave a lot of it to charity. Mm-hmm. So maybe he's a cunt, I don't know. But-
3: yeah, I don't know either. I'm not familiar. But what I do have a problem with with what they do yeah. is when they bring companies onto their platform and then they replicate the fucking product yeah. and then they sell it for fucking cost yeah. and put these small businesses out of fucking business. While they're
0: charging a thirty percent surcharge yes, to you, host your products in the first place. We yeah.
3: talked about this at my house yesterday. You you if you guys really want to fix the greed problem with capitalism, you have to be more conscious about where the fuck you shop. Right. You know, this this is this is this is you going to um the small shoe store in your community versus going on to fucking Amazon and buying your shoes. Do the hard thing. Yeah, bro, just be slightly inconvenienced. Like, do shit the way we did it 15 years ago. Where yeah. you, and by the way, um, that's a better way to live anyway. You end up meeting people, you end up mm. socializing, you're not trapped in this phone. You know, but the, if pe- dude, if people really wanted to fix shit quickly, they would take contr- they would take control of their own fucking health. Mm. They would they would manifest a- Take control
0: of their own mind too. Bro,
3: it, they would do 75 hard and fucking yeah. hard. That's it. Okay? Yeah. If you want to know about 75 hard, I'm fucking plug it. Go to 75hard.com. Yeah, it. It's a mental toughness development well, program. Well, you've got an app it's and everything free. now, yeah. right? So But dude, you, you take care of that first. And then you make some decisions based upon your lifestyle that are slightly less convenient than what it is you've been doing.
0: Like how can I burn some of the fat off you know what i mean yeah. and we, this is this is this is she should be part of irritated dude because this is something that we do in business all the time yeah. every, every quarterly report like all right cool we probably didn't need to spend that money yes let's either not spend it or find a better way to spend it next time yeah that's something you should be doing in your daily life yeah like, how did I spend last week? That little fucking notification that pops up on your phone on Sunday telling you how much time you spend on your phone, maybe take a look at that. Yeah. Be like, all right, I'm going to reduce that by 20% next week.
3: Bro, I had two days this week where I kind of wasn't able to be on my phone. And there was the first two days that I was that busy where I couldn't. And, the, like, the amount of peace I felt at the end of the day was shockingly massive yeah in disparity Brittany
0: says the same like whenever yeah. the, whenever the kid's gonna be 50 in December so he's in that moody bitchy fucking teenager stage hormones are going crazy but even before that when he was like 12 or whatever uh and and it's the same now whenever he gets in trouble and his phone gets taken away or whatever totally different kid yeah like he's responsive and yeah. polite and it's not because he wants the phone back he never even asks about it yeah uh, just, he well, just like hes. So it's like, this, this is why I say that to bring this back to leadership, it begins and ends with discipline. Every self-help book you're ever gonna read, every business strategy book, every diet book or fitness book, or any of that bullshit, psychology books, everything Jordan Peterson talks about is that leadership begins and ends with discipline. Discipline is making choices, right? Particularly when they're tough, when they're inconvenient, to do the right thing, regardless of what the outcome might be, whether it's you being a little, uh, you're going to be t- a little more tired. Yeah, it doesn't matter how you feel. Yeah. So each time you choose to do the right thing, it gets easier. Each time you choose to do the wrong thing, it gets easier. So how do you implement that in your daily life? We talked about on your show yesterday. There's something in your home or work that you've been walking past, or that you routinely walk past, or maybe you don't hold the door for people or maybe you don't uh uh I don't fucking know say uh, uh or hug your fucking wife in the morning every you, day you there there's there's one there's some little thing that'll get you started right and you start doing that thing with intent that this is the problem that we're running into with leadership and discipline now the external influence on us the elements you know that used to force us into these disciplinary habits don't exist anymore. So you have to go out and recreate that shit for yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to, you Mm -hmm. have to set boundaries for yourself. You have to make things intentionally difficult for yourself because that's how human beings thrive.
3: Look, man, um, most people believe that things like discipline, things like confidence, things like self-esteem, things like grit, mental toughness. Like it's something you are born with. That's right. They think it's a fucking trait. It is not a trait. That's, that's And society mm. teaches you that that's a trait because they don't want you to make the investments that you would n- need to make to develop those things because when you develop those things, you become more independent, and you're less dependent on them, which gives them less yeah. power. You're
0: not going to learn that shit in public schools. That's no, for fuck sure. no. But you, but you can look back, like even... They brush up against it. I was it. mystified by
3: it for yeah, years, yeah. bro. Like, I used to look at people.
0: Like, how's he doing that? Yes. Yeah.
3: Like, I look at, dude, I could not. I, look, bro, you know, I used to be fat as fuck. Mm. I was 350 fucking pounds. Okay? And by the way, that was 2015. Mm. I was still rich. I was making money. I had businesses and all this shit. The, the The thing, I couldn't even make it through five or six days without cheating on my diet. Mm. And that's how far away my discipline was from where I'm at now.
0: Well, what was the key for you?
3: Well, dude, I used to look at people and I would say, Hey, what what is it? These dudes have like, what is it? These, these like exceptional, like I would, even my friends, like my friends here at first form or wherever. And I would see them be able to like do these incredibly mm. hard things. I'm like, fuck, that's a tough motherfucker, dude. How the fuck you do that? And I was mystified, bro. Like, and, and and it really kind of put in perspective my life previous to that because I realized how much I left on the table. Mm-hmm. But um, when I started realizing, I became a student. I've always been a student of mental toughness and grit and and all these things because not because I had them, but because I didn't have them. And um, so I was like mystified by the whole thing. And what I what I realized, I had a, a James Lawrence on my show. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys know him as the iron cowboy he's done fuck some really incredible human shit um ran 50 ironmans uh full distance ironmans in 50 states in 50 days did 101 full distance uh distant iron uh in a row um and this dude is this dude's tough mm. and um him and i had a conversation and it and it clicked for me like to get to become disciplined you have to do things that require discipline and i had this fucking guitar teacher so it's this is this is how i put it together mm-hmm. so i had this guitar teacher back in like when i was like 30 and um he used to say andy you're such a high-strung dude you lack patience mm-hmm. and i'm like well fuck i can't help that And he's like well yeah you can you know how you get patience and i'm like being, no being patient no he's like doing things that require patience yeah. And I, and I always remember that because it was such mm. a profound thing. And then, you know, 10 years later, when I met James and I talked to James, he said the same thing about discipline. And then it clicked for me right away. I was mm. like, oh, fuck, dude. So, so the
0: problem for you was what is likely the problem for most people, uh, which is to say...
3: They believe you're born with
0: it. Yeah, you, not. you think it's a, an inherent yes. trait and not something that you have to develop. Yes.
3: All these people right now listening, there's all kinds of people listening right now or listening to my show mm. who feel the way that I felt before I fucking figured that out. Mm. They think like, yeah, dude, I get that discipline. You know, they look at guys like Goggins and they're like, how the fuck you do that? Oh, oh.
0: He's Goggins a sp- was a fat piece of shit too. Exactly. He just decided to not do that anymore. That's right. Yeah. And now
3: he's, yeah. and when we talked about discipline being a muscle, he's made enough. Dude, it is no different than training your muscle. If you go to the gym and you do fucking 30 curls a day mm. and you do that every other day for a year, your arms are going to fucking look good. Yeah. That's it. Um, and you're
0: going to feel... Like the way that you feel now when you get challenged and don't feel like doing something, that's the way you'll feel when you don't do the work. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. That's yes. the, that's the important part to look forward to. Yes. Not to say that you're not going to continuously be challenged. It doesn't challenged.
3: take that long either.
0: No, it really does. Well, it's 21 days typically. Yeah. I mean, but some people are certainly, I think it's 10 weeks. Uh, 21 because days is the old math. That's,
3: that's what they tell yeah. you. But from my experience, I think it's about 10 weeks
0: that's probably more accurate
3: yeah because if you look at like the military training it's Mm. always 10 to 12 weeks 75 hours 10 and a half weeks like bro that that program that i give away for free it Mm. changes motherfuckers yeah like
0: permanently yeah and um i mean you see it just fucking go go to uh andy's instagram page and then click over on the tagged photos and you'll see person after person who's tagged you and their shit like My life has completely changed because of this. By the way, it's not rocket science. You didn't fucking get a PhD to figure this out. It was just life experience. Very basic shit.
3: You know, it's five basic things that you have to do for 75 days in a row. And at the end of the 75 days, you're going to look at yourself and you're going to say, holy fuck, I did that. Yeah. And now you know you can do hard shit. Yeah. Part of the whole problem with discipline is that people don't believe they have it, so they don't ever even attempt it. It's it, it's it's a tragedy, dude.
0: Every great movement begins with the first step, bro. It's you know a, a tragedy, bro. Yeah, we you guys, but it's, but it's but it's perception. It's not reality. No, it's not. Yeah, so that that's the weird. Like there are certainly people who are more predisposed to do hard shit than other people. You know what I bro, mean, bro? I don't
3: I don't think it's just. I don't think it's perception. I think we are intentionally taught that we. My personal opinion: This is going to get conspiracy fucking theory or whatever. I don't f- fucking know. I don't know the difference anymore, but. Um, my personal opinion on this is that we have been indoctrinated to believe that we are so far less capable than what we are actually capable of by everything the media the school system um Hollywood you know they make it seem like these people who achieve these incredible things are some sort of superhuman people they're not it's they're just people who do shit and do it long enough that it Comes in, it turns into something. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I have a different perspective on that now sitting where I'm at than when I did when I was 19 years old and I first started the company. And I thought, you know, I used to think like this Mm. like, fuck, dude, I wonder if we're going to be one of those people that actually makes it. Yeah. You know, like, is the success gods going to favor me? You know, like, I used to think about it like that. Like it's
0: rolling the dice. I mean, look, there's going to be stuff that's out of your control sometimes. And, you know, if you start five businesses, Two or three of them might fail for sure. But But, what you learn? Yeah, one of them. One of them will be good. Yeah. Typically. Um, Yeah. It's. I don't know that. I I think maybe we missed out on that as kids. I don't remember being taught this stuff. But I I feel. I I
3: think they intentionally. Bro, I think we've been lied to so fucking bad. I think humans are so much
0: more.
3: I, I think they're capable of so much more that like you and i don't even fucking comprehend mm. what we're actually capable of what you and i have figured out and people like us is that we're actually capable of a little bit more but i actually think it's way more than that i
0: i can do whatever the fuck i want i, I believe that it's too it's just a matter of like at some point the options become so great that you have to like hone in on a couple of things and just do those things really well yeah but i don't think there's any real limit to to human potential to be honest people can do whatever they want but yeah you are coached from the moment you walk into a fucking public kindergarten, you're coached to be a compliant worker. What is it, What does success in school mean? It means to be quiet and get good grades. That's right. Not to question authority, for sure. Yeah. Not to be creative. It's to be compliant and get good grades. Like, what the fuck are we teaching these people? How to be worker bees? Yeah. Rockefeller said it. I don't yeah. want a, a su- i I'm paraphrasing. He's like, I don't want like some fucking super smart, motivated population. I want people who are paying to, like buying my products that's what i want yeah
3: that's good for him yeah well you that's know?
0: that's the patrician attitude yeah that's not good for everybody They think they think that all of society exists for, for them, them to stand on their shoulders yeah and that those people got to go
3: no they know? do and and you know we have to be conscious about supporting people uh in business and life with our dollars with our support that are actually out there trying to pull yeah. humans up you know, like there's a lot of people out there that are literally. Well, here's what fucking burns my ass, bro. During COVID, they shut down all the small businesses.
0: And the gyms.
3: Okay. And the gyms. And
0: yeah, no shit. That's so that was a Whoa. weird one. <laughs> well, not like really. The, not the looking- one place that you really needed to be was there, bro. Not. Yeah. If you think of it
3: like these people have good hearts for sure. That's but if you think about it like they're trying to literally cause as much destruction and pain as possible, it makes perfect sense. And that's what they were doing, in my opinion. But you know, fuck. What was I gonna say? I don't know. Yeah, I don't either.
0: Shit. I don't well, was, you know. um,
3: I had something good to say, bro.
0: People were shutting down all the small businesses, right? Yeah. Oh, I was saying, the that's government burns my right? ass. Yeah.
3: The um, how mm. people will support, you know, the WalMarts and the Amazons, mm-hmm. but they won't. <laughs> they'll fucking ask their small business buddy for a fucking discount. Yeah. It's like, bro. Come on, man dude they shut down all these mom and pops to hurt us Mm. okay to hurt your family to hurt your friends to fucking hurt the small business community and to steal the sales yeah they closed everything and took the sales and you motherfuckers continue to shop there like you're still going to the targets you're still going to the fucking WalMarts, you're still going to amazon and you're bitching about shit well hey man you're contributing to it you know we have to be fucking more intelligent about where we about where we direct our little bitty amounts of, of influence, cash flow wise.
0: Yeah, it's no. It should be no surprise to people that a decade after Citizens United, which was a Supreme Court case that decided that corporations could spend unlimited money on political campaigns, right? It should be no surprise to anybody that the richest corporations in the world, when given the opportunity. The government fucking gave them handouts right and let them stay open and all this shit while they closed down small business is that not the definition of fascism it is the definition of fascism okay no. so isn't it ironic that all the antifa
3: fuckers and everybody on the far left calls everybody fascist when in reality you are support you're you're the useful idiot soldier of the true fascist
0: yeah i don't know if they know where they are they don't the time, even fucking honest. bro
3: they don't know shit They don't know anything about what they stand for. It's just they're they're angry. You know, and and maybe if they like I don't know, like looked around to see who's telling them what and why they're telling them, and maybe just said, hey, you know, uh my life doesn't look real good right now. Um I don't have any money. Um everybody seems to fucking hate me. Yeah. Uh you know, I'm I'm I don't know if I'm a man or a woman. I'm confused on all these things maybe look around and think like who the fuck has been lying to you
0: well think about it this way too like i'm a big fin or a big uh tent kind of guy i want every my target audience is everybody because i think these messages are for everybody the government's target audience is also everybody and if you think that there's a big difference between the right and the left this supreme court decision that I just mentioned, Citizens United, which is what has allowed the billions of dollars. A typical presidential election now, each candidate spends about two billion dollars, right? For like, well, each party. I'm sorry, because all the PACs, the D Triple C, the R yeah. and all these organizations, they spend about two to four billion dollars per election cycle. it's a fucking grift. So that Supreme Court ruling, nine zero, all the liberals and all the conservatives agreed. That Corporations should be able to spend their money to get people elected in this country. Why and then, do they agree
3: to that? I know why.
0: Because that's their fucking overlord. That's
3: what, No, bro. That's how they get fucking rich. <laughs> These people are all fucking protecting each other's shit. This is no different than if you get... Like, dude, how many lawsuits you guys been in with fucking your companies?
0: Quite uh, a few. Who the fuck knows?
3: Yeah. Know, yeah. Uh, you ever notice that the lawyers on their side and the lawyers on your side are a little too friendly?
0: Well, it's like uh, even when I'm doing contracts... I, keep it. I used to not keep an eye on it. Now I keep an eye on it.
3: Bro, they do this it's shit. It's like
0: they'll bounce it back and forth and keep billing the yes. quarter hours. Like, no, yes. oh, dude, shut this shit down. And yes. I actually, I call them out now so they don't really do it too much anymore. But I'm like, hey, I'm not getting billed for all this back and forth you're doing for a question these that I already answered.
3: These motherfuckers, they say, so dude, let's say you, this is what you, the, the, the common American citizen doesn't understand about the legal system. Let's say Dan and I are suing each other right now. And we both hire our, our biggest, baddest attorney buddy. Yeah. Okay. Those attorneys call each other Yeah. and they say, Hey, I got Andy. He's fucking pissed off. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, well, fucking Dan's pissed off too. Mm. Well, what do you think? And they're like, I don't know. Let's, let's go out on the golf course and fucking ride around. Yeah. And we'll talk about it. Yeah. And then they bill you for
0: that. And they, they bring back some offers.
3: Well, no, no, no. They, here's what they do though. During that golf outing, it could be lunch it could mm. be drinking whatever the fuck it is they say shit it comes out like this well i think we could fucking drag them out for this yeah i think we could get them to do this i think this is where they already know the outcome and so instead of like getting to the outcome they they decide how far they're going to stretch it out so that it milks both myself and yeah. him and by the way doesn't solve the problem and makes us fucking hate each other right that 's a problem,
0: yeah, it sucks, and, and it's, who
3: runs the government bro?
0: Well, it's all lawyers, yeah I mean it's it's uh this is why it's important to be aware of things, just yeah. to keep your eyes open it's what we, we definitely have fallen asleep at the wheel and it's what being aware of things does sunlight's the best disinfectant, right mm-hmm. so what being aware of things does is it means you're not that motherfucker to steal on anymore, <laughs> and the more people who are awake, the less people there are to steal on and that the infrastructure for that criminal class begins to go away because it's not profitable anymore mm-hmm. so it's like you don't have to be faster than the bear you just have to be faster than the other guy mm-hmm. I mean bro why, why is it
3: why do, why do government officials get special privileges why are they allowed to pass tax codes that don't apply to them yeah. why do they pass laws that don't apply to them how, how is it that they can accept bribes quote unquote lobbying money to pass laws that's all of this shit should be fucking illegal like there shouldn't be a situation where where companies can bribe politicians to pass fucking laws mm-hmm. like cuz they call it lobbying or they call it political contributions um no it's a fucking bribe yeah. it's if you pass this we'll give you this and this is how people like Nancy Pelosi go in office and stay there for 40 fucking years and come out with half a billion dollars in yeah. network,
0: and it's so institutionalized you don't have to have the conversation anymore like a lobbyist oh no they all and a politician they yeah. don't have to say it out loud anymore no. they just know the rules it's the culture um you know and i the only way to combat that is for government to be small right absolutely that, like it, look at how a bill gets passed these days so the <clears throat> the bill for uh the burn pit thing from uh military veterans it mm. was just going through mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to add their own fucking riders to it, and it can't get passed because of this reason or that reason. Meanwhile, people
3: are fucking getting sick as fuck.
0: Yeah. And it's like... Then the... the, I think no group of people other than maybe inner-city black Americans have ever been used as a political pawn more than soldiers in the history of this country. I agree. Um, I like to refer to them as children of divorced nations like there's two parents that hate each other and they're just trying to like tell the kid one thing like that your dad's not a good person or your mom's a bitch or whatever the fuck and in the meantime we don't get any of the shit we need or you know worse it seems to flip every every now and then so all the major wars of the 20th century were started by Democrats. A lot of people forget about this, right? So World War I, II, uh, Korea, Vietnam, all of those. The only one that wasn't was Gulf War I, which is a response to something else. Um, but every war that we got ourselves into was started by a fucking Democrat. Um,
3: That's ironic since they're actually the weakest people of society.
0: Well, weak people often lash out. Now, I'm, I'm not saying that we shouldn't have been involved in one and two i think especially two um but korea and vietnam were fucking pointless
3: well i i think every bro at this time i mean look dude i don't have the military perspective that you have and a lot of these guys listening probably have um but at the end of the day here's what pisses me to fuck off how many how many years you spent over there doing things
0: uh years yeah yeah,
3: yeah okay years yeah. derek White, a good buddy of mine mm-hmm.
0: buddy of yours yep he, we were there together, actually. Lost his fucking leg. Yep.
3: Okay. Um, they tell these guys, oh, we're going over there for fucking freedom. We're going there for this. We're going there for that. And they send people over there. Pe- our, 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 our men and women get fucking killed so that they can make fucking money, bro.
0: Yeah. Well, the, you know, the truly fucked up thing about the global war on terror is I think there, between Iraq and Afghanistan, I think there were 7,800 deaths a uh, lot more casualties in the tens of thousands but 70,000 suicides if i'm not mistaken something like that. Yeah. Well dude,
3: what I mean, does that not co- I mean, dude, tell me if i'm wrong, but does that not come from a moral conflict that people realize they went over there and did some shit that they that they may now think that like that wasn't right?
0: Yeah, it's called the moral injury. That's what psychologists refer to it as. So there's a, if you look um at the people in the twentieth early, the first half of the twentieth century who are received the Medal of Honor, there's a higher higher suicide rate than the average soldier, which is an interesting thing. Um, but yeah, when people have to endure high levels of stress and anxiety like that for extended periods of time, and then you know do some horrible shit, fucking kill people and shit, and watch their buddies get killed. <clears throat> The redeeming quality for that is that there was some purpose for that. Correct. Right? So it's like if you worked out every fucking day hard as fuck and you just kept gaining weight, you would stop and you like that why why would you continue doing it? Yeah. Not only would you stop, you would be extremely confused and depressed by that fact because you gave everything you had and there were no results to be found there.
3: Bro, I'm getting angry sitting here talking yeah. about
0: this. Well, we've been angry for a long time. Yeah. Anger is a useful tool. I like to tell people: if you can inhale anger and rage, and exhale purpose, then you can really do something. But if you just breathe fire in and out all the time, then all you're going to do is start an Instagram account yeah. and fucking get paid to post things about how good Republicans are. Yeah, that's self, what I see. Sell fucking t-shirt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't, don't like that. You were
3: saying there was the, the redeeming quality was purpose.
0: It's that's the redeeming quality for every struggle in life. Right, mm-hmm. and one thing follows the other. It's kind of a chicken and egg situation. Like, is it the purpose that fulfills us, or do we need the purpose in the first place? Right? Mm-hmm. Um, or is it the struggle that defines us, or is it the struggle and how it relates to purpose that really defines us? It's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. It could be one or the other, but I think it's the purpose because, at least for for human beings that are like a, a dog is going to do dog shit because mm-hmm. that's all they know how to do, but there's still goals involved there. Mm-hmm. They're like, they I have to eat, I have to do this, I want shelter, comfort, whatever the fuck. Um, the same general hierarchy of needs that human beings have. But with human beings, now we're sitting around thinking about all the shit we just did and trying to contextualize it in the world we live in. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't make sense, then our brain begins to rebel. Mm-hmm. And it is the combination <clears throat> of purpose and then the struggle and the noble struggle and effort towards that purpose that defines our lives and when you remove the nobility of the purpose or the purpose entirely then the struggle becomes pain instead of reward mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. that's how that works yeah. and it's what we've done to an entire generation of warfighter yeah. and now we're telling all of them that they're fucking domestic terrorists and t- trying to take their money and liberty away and we think what that's going to go good <laughs> you know what I mean that's, that's a fucking uh, I, really I, bad combination hey, listen
3: I know who I'm fucking with yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. <laughs> like, dude, like, fuck that.
0: I just don't understand why they think off. this is a good idea.
3: My, my uh, you know, I share this story with you. My dad's biological dad was killed a uh, few weeks after Normandy, and uh, my dad never met him. And uh, he was raised by another man who, who knew my dad's biological dad. You know, he came back, they mm-hmm. were war buddies, came back, uh, mm-hmm. raised his, his two brothers, and then had a family with my grandma. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like in the day, that's like an honorable thing, yeah, yeah. right? Like, yeah. it's not like, ho oh shit. Like, like, you know, the internet does now yeah, 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 we're talking yeah. about like, look, that's a, that's a, yeah, it is what it is. But anyhow, um, I've always felt an obligation, uh, to serve, uh, not in, in any way that I can. And we talked mm-hmm. about this, you know, um, a lot of people think serving is like only military yeah, it, it's it, bro. Service is your fucking life. It's yeah. how you live. Um, it can be political service. It can be your, you know, you serving America. Um, you know, you said what did you say? You said, uh, what did you do to? What have you done today? What have you done today?
0: Well, one of the principles is I'll do something every day to help my country. Yeah. My countrymen are all men.
3: Yeah, and do things like taking care of yourself. Yeah. are things that will help the country.
0: Yeah, You know what I'm
3: saying? Like living to a higher state, like that's that's the point I, I hope people will realize is that the cultural decay and the moral decay, and by the way, bro, I'm not fucking Mr. Morality mm. Jesus, okay? There's plenty of shit out there that I fucked up or done wrong uh, that I try to improve upon. So like don't take this as preachy, but we have to like be better. Mm. You know, we have to hold a higher standard. Like we can't be these... Uh, apathetic, lazy, fat, weak,
0: uh,
3: misinformed citizenship.
0: Because well, dude, no, those, that's a that's a subject. That's not a citizen. Well, that's the difference, okay. right? Like you're you're a subject well, under rule and not a citizen. We will be conquered then. Yeah, that's what that's subject subjugate. That's where the word yeah. comes from. But it's so. I'm going to take your point a step farther. You say that we can't be all these things, lazy, weak, whatever the fuck. But the, the like I
3: mean, it's so much so that it's an obligation to not be that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent, but the obligation goes a step farther. It's the, one of the, the, the mainstream solution to that these days is, uh, this idea of self care for its own sake, Ugh. right? Like to, to take care of myself just for myself, and then pat my back on, pat myself on the back for what I just did. No, the reason you make yourself better is for everybody else. Correct. Like, I think it would be a good idea. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll make this poster. I've got a poster, and it just says, uh, it's not about me. It isn't. And I think I'm going to put it up. I've been meaning to do this. I'm going to put it up in my room, so it's the first thing I see every day when I wake yeah. up. Because <clears throat> if you make your life all about yourself, then you're going to fall into all these traps. You're going to do the easy thing, the comfortable thing, the convenient thing. But if you make it about other people, then you have to go out and actually accomplish things.
3: Well, if we talk, Dan, if we talk about depression, we talk about unfulfillment, we talk about all these things that plague our, our, our society right now, you know, that all comes from lack of purpose. Mm. And you can give yourself a purpose real quick by saying exactly what you just said. Mm. It's not about me. You know, you and I have been friends for a a few minutes, Mm. you know, uh, you see me out there doing my fucking cardio when it's yeah. 105 degrees outside or when it's a foot of snow. Yeah, And I, I don't do that shit. I could easily go and uh, walk on my treadmill in the basement of my house mm. uh, and, and comfort. The reason I do this and the reason I show it has nothing to fucking do with you guys thinking, oh, dude, this guy thinks he's tough or whatever. No, bro, I'm showing you that even where I am mm. along the journey... I'm still putting in the work. And if you if I'm willing to put that work in, I'm hoping that you'll recognize and say, Okay, well, I can do some of that too.
0: Yeah. Leaders well, so leaders, I, I say this a lot, leaders eat last, but they work first. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're the first motherfucker off the plane and the first one or the last one back on it. Yeah. That's how Moore made a big deal of that. I don't know, the guy, have you seen We Were Soldiers? I don't. I don't know. It was a book before, but it was Mel I don't Gibson. Think so. um, oh,
3: you, the Mel Gibson movie? <clears throat> yeah, I think with I, their, I don't. I mean I can't remember.
0: It's 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 the first unit that went into Vietnam. Basically, okay. I think it was first cab or seventh cab or some shit. But um, <clears throat> he made it an intent intentional thing to be the first person off the first helicopter and the last person on the last helicopter to leave. And that's the thing. So people will say, "Well, you're just doing it for your business." Yeah, that's true. Sure. That to be an example for my business because I think my business is doing the right thing. It's if important. You're, if you're in a business and you don't think it's heading in the right direction or doing something that contributes and is, is, is ethical and moral, then you probably shouldn't be doing it in the fucking first place.
3: Not only that, I think this is like, from a practical standpoint, this is a big problem with fucking business owners anyway is that they concentrate, like we talked about in the very first five fucking minutes of the show, they concentrate on the reward, which is what cr- the, the the dopamine instead of the process and the solution they're trying to provide. One of the biggest things you can do as an operator of a business is to forget about the fucking money you're making and figure out how to solve that problem that yeah. people are coming to you for in such a way that they are over-the-top excited about mm. it. And if you could pour yourself into that, the money will always be Well, there. here's
0: what, uh, we, I mentioned it earlier, here's what John Mackey, the CEO of Whole Foods, said to Milton Friedman in 2005. From an investor's perspective, the purpose of the business is to maximize profit but that's not the purpose for other stakeholders, for customers, employees, suppliers, and the community. Each of these groups will define the purpose of the business in its own terms and desires, and each perspective is just as valid and legitimate, right? So this is what we call a value proposition, right? In marketing and business, we like to reduce things down to these little phrases, but what it really means is that if you wanna be a successful business, you're gonna go one of two ways. Either you're going to have some authoritarian bend, you're going to break rules, pay people off, and whatever the fuck else, right? Or you're going to do the right thing enough with a good product that people are going to be like, yes, I want to be associated with that thing. Mm-hmm. And that isn't a business lesson, that's a life lesson. It is. So if you're out there and you think you have the right idea, you've got to live that shit in a way that's obvious to people Right. Not that you have to flaunt it in front of them, but you have to not be apologetic about it either. Yeah. And you have to live it in a way that is defensible, meaning you're actually doing the shit you're saying. And then people will listen when you fucking talk to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's no more power on earth than that. That makes you the ultimate leader. When you have captured the attention of even just one person who you can benefit, now you've done your job as a human being for that day.
3: Absolutely. You know what I mean? Bro, I think you touched on something super powerful there too, man. Uh, not apologizing for, for, for whatever it is you're doing and how you're doing it when you know that the intention is pure in your heart. And by the way, uh, your intention, just because you have a pure intention doesn't mean that you're not going to get anything on the back end. Okay, mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with it. The money you make in a business, that's a fucking byproduct of the quality of right. what you provide.
0: You, that, yeah.
3: And once you, dude, all these young bucks... The young kids coming up now, they think money, 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 money. Well,
0: they, the- they define success by that, but that's not.
3: By, well, by the way, bro, when I was 19, I thought the same shit. Yeah, yeah. But that's also why I spent 10 years not making any money. <laughs> that's also why my first 10 years in business, I made 58 fucking thousand dollars total. Mm. Not per year. First three years, $0. Next seven years, $695 a month. Fifty-eight fucking thousand dollars for ten years of work. I could have worked. Could have made more money working at fucking McDonald's mm. because I didn't grasp the concept of what we're talking about right here, which is this: businesses and people exist to serve and solve problems. And when you serve and solve problems in a way that is better than everybody else, you get fucking paid. Yeah, that's reality. And you know, uh, you said the the not apologizing thing. You know, you guys out there who are winning a little bit. And by the way, you don't have to fucking be a billionaire. You don't have to have a fucking super cool car or cars or fucking big house or anything. But dude, it is important that you share your wins because we live in a society right now that villainizes success. And the reason that they villainize success and the reason that they villainize people who win is because they know that if you show your wins, other people will be inspired and that's a problem for them.
0: And that's why you know uh, when somebody who has divergent political viewpoints begins to become successful, the media comes after him. Like, oh, did you hear? did you hear this about him? Like, fuck you, dude. Uh, uh,
3: I know this. I, I know this story. Are you? <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it's why it's why the media. I, I think the some of the deals, some of the stuff that Elon Musk does. With Bro, these China, motherfuckers
3: ran a hit piece on Good Morning America about you about fucking seventy five hard.
0: Because it's helping so many motherfucking people. Why, what, what would the hit piece be exactly? It was,
3: oh, it's fucking, it's too extreme, it's too this, it's too that. You like, can quit
0: whenever you want. Not
3: only that, bro, nobody's making you do it. Yeah. Second of all, um, <laughs> that, look, bro, it's just anything out there. How can that, you
0: call something voluntary too extreme? I, I don't know, bro.
3: I, listen, That's people, a... <laughs> well, uh, here's how. Um, a bunch of pussies call it that. Oh, boy. Okay? A bunch of people who fucking can't do shit call it that. All right. There's a big difference and a huge disparity and massive gap between people who are winners and people who are fucking losers. You know that.
0: It's a choice. Yeah, That's it's, a-
3: it's not like, but, it, but it's, it's polarizing ends of the scale. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, they're in the middle. It's sort of like our political climate. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, um, there's not a minor difference between people who win and lose. There's fucking massive difference. Yeah. Their whole outlook of how they see the world, their whole worldview, the actions they take, the life they live, and the funny thing is is if you are one of these people who have have lost mm. over and over and over again because there dude there's a lot of people a lot of people like that you have to realize that the only reason that you've been losing is because you haven't been investing in yourself. Right. And I'm not saying you have to like be, it, it's what you said bro you don't have to totally fucking redo your whole life in one day mm. but starting with things like I don't know. Like last night, uh, my wife was out of town. I had to fucking, I had to make some fucking food. I don't normally make my own food, you know, which means I don't normally clean up and shit, right? Because yeah. I don't make the shit. Yeah. And guess what? This morning when I woke up, there was some shit to clean up, mm. and I cleaned it up. And you know what it did? I felt fucking good. Yeah. I said, "Oh, you know, I remember what this is like." Mm. And it made me. It sounds stupid, but like it's just doing the things that need to be done.
0: Well, that's the problem, right? We don't have to do this stuff anymore, and I don't. That that that's us scenario that that some people may not be familiar with but we did, We definitely don't have to go out for most people we don't have to go out and and hunt and chop firewood to make sure we stay alive you know what i mean so you have to find the opportunity we well yeah but you have to find the opportunities to to make yourself disciplined no you said it perfect you know on the mean? show
3: yesterday bro what did you say you said it uh be on the lookout
0: yeah be on the lookout for opportunities to yeah. to to exercise your discipline muscle I yeah. guess for lack of a better phrase yeah right I mean what's it's, that look like uh, I mean it looks like you you're walking around in public and you see a piece of garbage on the ground fucking reach down, and pick it up and, all right bro and, and do it in front real of people talk. too okay
3: so real talk bro
0: I mean that's what that's, that's that how it works here that's how it works here do you dude. know what I do bro yeah.
3: let me tell you something dude I got 400 people that work in this building when I walk down the hall I look for t- the tiniest speck of fucking dirt or mm. dust or trash or fucking anything I could find, and I bend the fuck down. And, bro, sometimes I bend over, and I don't pick up shit. I just pretend I'm picking up <laughs> shit. And you know why I pretend I'm picking up shit? Because there's 15 motherfuckers watching me. Yeah. Okay? And I know that they see that, and what the result of that is this. The next time they see shit, guess what they do? They pick it up. Yeah. Like, bro. It's this is very simple. Like if you're walking through Six Flags or fucking, you know, you're at your grocery store and there's a candy wrapper on the floor, and there's seven people in the aisle, and you pick it up, and if only one of them sees it, that is a positive impact for this country. Yeah.
0: Now there's two of you. Correct. You know what I mean? Yes. There was a lady at the airport uh, Thursday when I flew in. Um, Wearing a mask So you know Kind of how she leans Politically (laughs) Older lady Kind of heavy She's sitting on the ground Reading a book And then it's time To stand in line To get on the plane And she starts to get up And I just reached down And helped her up. Right Yeah Like I feel like It's more important To be like take, just to take it a step further in how you can actually impact people's lives, one of them is passively where they see you doing shit. Mm-hmm. The other one is where, especially in spite of the differences you might have with that person, you still do the right thing. That's right. You know what I mean? So yeah. you see some fucking, <clears throat> if you're a liberal and you see somebody wearing a MAGA hat, hold the door for them. You know what I mean? Those you, two you've you th- You've done nothing. You haven't hurt anybody by doing that. And it doesn't really cost you anything to do it either.
3: So I used to uh, have two American Bulldogs and American Bulldogs are big. They're like the size of like a Rottweiler. Mm. Um, and they can be a fucking handful if you not know how to handle a dog. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and one of the things in American Bulldog culture and also with pit bulls and things like that is they talk about being a good ambassador for the breed. Yep. All right. That means training your dog. It means socializing your dog. It means making sure that people who would have a propensity or an automatic bias against pit bulls or american bulldogs um, to actually be surprised at how well behaved your dog is right what you're talking about is being a good ambassador of humanity right okay when you like a lot of you guys listening like we could probably look at most of you guys listening and decide what you believe politically yeah okay most Mm. people can look at me and you dan and say okay we probably guess what this guy's fucking about right Yeah, yeah um when we go out of our way to help people like that that are the opposite of what we believe um clearly you're setting and you're making room for unity right you're you're making room for healing you're making and i hate the fucking word healing bro but it's the truth yeah you're making the room for it um I can't think of a more powerful thing to do than like what you did for that woman at the airport.
0: Because yeah, but now, it's nothing special. No, it's nothing special, just but like, I
3: guarantee you, bro, I promise you, she fucking said something about that to somebody. And she said, Hey, I was at the airport. This dude who looked like he's fucking
0: in a militia. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this dude helped me up.
3: Like it restores people's belief in goodness. Yeah. And you know, that's, that's something that we all have to be very conscious of because of the, of the division that's been, yeah. um, you know, poured onto us mm. uh, hard. You know, everybody out there, they, what we're going through, guys, in, in my opinion, has been an intentional demoralization of society. Meaning, uh, they want to remove the morals, the moral code of society, but also a demoralization in the sense of there's no hope. Yeah, And they want you to feel alone. A lot of people right now, they feel fucking alone. They feel like nobody gets them. They feel like everybody's against them. Bro, the people on the right feel like, fuck, everybody hates me. People on the left feel like, fuck, everybody hates me. Mm. People in the middle are like, fuck, everybody's crazy. Like, dude, that's intentional shit. They are intentionally creating that. And the reason they're intentionally creating that is because without unity... They get
0: whatever they want. It's divide and conquer. It's the oldest military strategy that exists.
3: But it's cultural division for the intent of uh, profit on their part and power on their part. And until we get smart enough to understand that, you know what? I may not have a whole lot in common with that woman that's sitting on the floor over there with that mask on and her fucking honk for Joe Biden shirt or whatever the fuck. You know, but like, dude, she's a human. She's an American, and we got to fucking treat her right.
0: Yeah, this all, <clears throat> this whole liberty thing, it only exists if it exists for everybody. That's right. You know what I mean? Otherwise, it's just another form of authoritarianism. Yeah, we just we maybe maybe we have a bigger group of patricians, but I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable well, with watching other people suffer. No, me neither, bro. It's it's very it's it sucks.
3: But we get sucked into it because of the extremity of the division. We're like we kind of like you know you know what fuck that person
0: yeah you know what i'm saying yeah we
3: got to fucking resist that
0: well you have to remove words like uh uh libtard from your fucking lexicon yes. completely that yeah. who, who you help by saying that, that i mean doesn't... it's it's funny to say it sometimes if somebody's being truly stupid yeah. but if you're responding to somebody's like legitimate political beef with that then yeah. fuck you man yeah. yeah i got no time for that stuff no bro um but yeah i think it's i think it's even it's it's especially incumbent upon conservatives and libertarians to start doing more of this stuff in public and to stop you know being baited into dumb incendiary arguments and being rude to people uh but that's not enough that's that's the stuff you're not doing what are you actually doing you know what i mean instead of doing the rude stuff what are you doing because complacency is not going to work either no well
3: that and that's a problem like getting back to that uh that live and let live mentality because, dude, the 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 far left of the political spectrum has become uh, authoritarian. Mm. So they are going to encroach on your freedoms. So like you saying, well, you know, everybody can kind of do what they want. That's fine and dandy when you don't have communists living in your fucking country. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, we don't, like, listen. Communi- I,
0: I listen to people who came from communist places to tell me about communism, That's not... Right. Skinny white children in the Pacific Northwest that grew up, that grew you know up, I mean, that went to
3: fucking, uh, you know,
0: Ivy the League best schools, schools and shit. Right. Yeah. Like, like fuck dude. off.
3: Yeah, bro. I'm with you. And, and those are the only people buying that shit right now. Yeah. You know, but dude, we have to get to a point where, you know, we have to understand what the enemy is. The enemy is an ideology. Mm. The enemy is a communist ideology. Um, socialist communist ideology that Mm. is the enemy of freedom and it shouldn't be tolerated here in america there's certain things we should tolerate there's certain things we shouldn't yeah we shouldn't tolerate pedophiles in america no okay um there's no fuck and like the more they try to normalize it the the closer i think they're getting to their own demise um you know that's the thing it's like we can't be this place where everything's okay it's not it's not gonna work that
0: way yeah that's not a thing no because under the guise of everything being acceptable then accountability becomes unacceptable right you know what i mean and accountab- yeah. accountability are the white and yellow lines on the road without it we have fucking chaos yeah. like no society operates that way yeah it doesn't work it's not it's not because it's Necessi- even though I do believe some of the tenets of it are, are ethically uh, unambiguously ethically wrong, it's not just because of that. It's because it doesn't fucking work. It can't work. So these uh, 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 perfect societies, whether it's uh, uh, socialism or yeah, to a greater degree cr- communism or, or whatever the fuck, the reason that they always become authoritarian is because that's the only way to execute on that particular strategy. You know what I mean? Yeah, they have
3: to force it. Yeah,
0: like there's no way to do it freely, and, and I'll take freedom and risk over communism and safety.
3: Well, we've seen it. Like they've tried to lie, they've tried to lie, they've tried to lie. Nobody, not enough people bought the lie. I'm not going to say nobody. A lot of people did, but not enough, and then what do they have to do? They have well, to back up.
0: I mean, maybe they're just trying to see where the battle lines are. To be honest,
3: I think they are. You know, yeah,
0: that's possible. Um, and the, you know, they've got a lot of the upper hand with um, digitized finances. That's a big problem.
3: Huge problem.
0: Um, we got. We're gonna have to figure that out at some point, or we're just gonna have to live with the fallout of whatever happens. You know what I mean? It's gonna be one of the two because a lot of people obeyed the mandates because they didn't want to lose their livelihood. Like, that's leverage they have over you, mm-hmm. and that, sh- that can't be the case.
3: Yeah, I mean, but look at what's happening now. You know, look at the fucking lawsuits that are starting to pour out mm-hmm. from all these employees that, that got fired or got, you know, I mean.
0: Nobody, I, nobody's paid more. Nobody, I don't know why this isn't on the news. Well, I know it's not on the news. I don't know why it's not on, like, a meme about it or something on, the, on social media every single day. Nobody... No entity in the history of humanity has paid more in restitution than the American uh, uh, pharmaceutical industry, and it's not even close. No, it's, it's like, it's like hundreds of, of billions, billions of dollars, dollars. Yeah. hundreds of billions of dollars in in fines and restitution to individuals.
3: Well, and why? Because they're they're able to make so much profit that fines worth it. That's yeah. a broken system.
0: Well, it's like that. Um, it's it's. Uh, fight club where he's on the plane telling that woman about he works for he's an insurance adjuster or whatever the fuck for a, a car company and they have a formula if if there's a faulty seatbelt and x number of people die and it's cheaper to pay off those families than it is to recall the cars then they pay off the families and let the fucking danger continue yeah that's fucking that's off. yeah, yeah. That's, it's not right no. it's certainly not right well this has been uh, a good conversation but we got to get out of here soon what else you got to share with like, I want to, I want to get a hit on what is it that people can do to be better citizens?
3: You know, dude, I, I've been saying this quote for a long time. And I believe it. I think it's the truth. You know, personal excellence is the ultimate rebellion. Mm. You know, we're waiting around for a leader to ride in on the white horse. And, you know, we have these fantasies of, you know, some of us have these fantasies of like, you know, trying to like be part of the new revolution, Mm. but the revolution now looks different. Yeah. The revolution is not us running to the government with ARs and kitted up. And I mean, it might get to that, but I, that's not what we need right now. Um, and, and honestly, before that could ever happen, we would need what I'm about to say. Um, we need people to give a fuck about themselves. Mm. We need people to understand that you, if you personally are not living to the standard that you think America should be lived at, you are not contributing to the problem. Yeah. Or you yes. are contributing yeah. to the problem, yep. I'm sorry. Um, so we have to get to a point where everybody accepts enough personal responsibility and understands that their own personal excellence creates a ripple effect that your neighbors see, your, your kids see, uh, your, your uh, friends see, that's what's going to fix this country. Mm okay, a, a revolution of culture, a revolution of caring, a revolution of higher standards and healthier standards, um, a revolution of personal achievement. These are the things that have always made America the, the strongest place in the world. Yeah. And we have intentionally been led off that path for the benefit of other countries, for the benefit of people who are not part of us. It is definitely us the people versus them, the tyrants. Mm. That's what's happening. And the only way for us to get back what we actually want America to be is to live it is to live it. Okay. That means things like taking care of yourself. That means things like taking care of your business. That means things like taking care of your family. That means things like being openly patriotic, mm.
0: exercise and, your Liberty muscle.
3: A hundred
2: percent.
3: Speaking up, uh, Understanding that freedom only exists when we speak free thoughts. Mm. You know, these are things, you know, a lot of you guys don't understand that political correctness, this natural filter that they have put on society where it's like, oh, well, you can't say that because this is, will offend so-and-so. Well, fuck so-and-so. <laughs> because the point is, is that political correctness is designed to train you to not speak the truth so that uh, they can get away with the shit they want to get mm. away with. Same thing with silent majority. Silent majority. There's no fucking nobility in being silent about your patriotism. Yeah. That's bullshit. And you guys who buy into that and say, oh, well, I'm not going to speak up because I'm part of the silent majority, you're a fucking coward. That's the truth. Things like cancel culture, piling on people when they make one little mistake because they didn't uh, do something in their company or do something with themselves because that you didn't approve of or they made a mistake or they did something wrong and you're fucking trying to bury them. Let me ask you something, dude. What does that do for all the people who are out there uh, who aspire to do great things, who have might who may have talents, who may be the one motherfucker that could change everything, but because they see how society treats people, they decide to fucking pack it in and just be mm. a regular human. Like we have to all be better about all of these things for America to come back. And you know, that last thing I said is a huge thing, dude, because, like, I've you know, i been in the entrepreneurial space for over a decade, and I'm damn near the top, if not at the top of it. Uh, and I'm telling you right now, dude, the number one question I get from young people is, like, bro, how do you deal with all the fucking hate? How do you deal with all the pressure? How do you deal with all the shit? Because, dude, 20 years ago, it didn't exist because social media didn't exist. Yeah. Like, you might hear from your homies, like, in high school, they might be like, ah, what are you doing? Like, blah, 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 but it's you know, Oh, you think you're better than us now? Like stupid shit. Mm. But like nowadays it's like you make one fucking statement or you say one thing that's off the fucking narrative Mm. and they try to take your whole fucking life Yeah. and you motherfuckers participate in it and you wonder why there's no fucking people out there aspiring to be great. It's Mm. because of the way that we're behaving as adults. We have to be better.
0: Yeah. That's what I think. bro. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Participate. Uh, the or the the way in which you participate in society is what society will become. One hundred percent. That's just how it works, right? And we're
3: looking at it and saying, when are they going to say it's okay to be America again, yeah. bro? They're never saying that.
0: Yeah. Who who's who's gonna fix this? We are. Yeah, you are. Yes. motherfucker. That's that's. If you don't take anything else from this conversation, take that. That you living we'll, life
3: to a high standard, bro, yeah. is American as fuck.
0: It really is. You'll either be the author of your own success or the author of your own failure yeah ultimately 100 percent. and when i say your, i mean for the country as well
3: yeah and bro i'm not willing to be part of the generation people people like i get this fucking shit all the time how do you speak up with all the shit you have to lose motherfucker if we lose i'm losing all anyway yeah you know that's what y'all yeah, yeah. don't get yeah like we are our backs are against the wall at this point and not only that um, most people out there, I would say upwards of 85% from what I've been able to tell. And keep in mind, I've had thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of hours poured into this. I think 85% of the country is pro-American anyway. Mm. And we're getting to that point where people are like, holy fuck, this is crazy. And they're looking for the solution. Well, the solution is what we're saying. It's yep. for you to fucking live the standard. Yep. We will never get America gifted back to us. When, when America was founded, they didn't give it to us, bro. We fucking took it. Yeah. We created it. And now we don't have to take it right now. We, we, we will take it. Mm. But the way that we're going to take it is by becoming so independently strong on as an individual that we aren't dependent on their shit. Right. And none of their shit will work. And so, if you don't want to have to fight a fucking war and shoot people in the fucking face, which, bro, I'm not trained to do, and I'd rather not do, to be completely honest, um, you're just gonna have to start living a little better.
0: Yeah, which is, by the way, quite a bit easier than getting involved in a fucking. Nah, I'm just saying, man. Civil war. Like,
3: I, I look, I'm all, like, I'm all about whatever, dude. Like, I, I know there's people out there that think that shit will probably be cool. Uh, that's the last thing I'd. want Yeah, do. fuck that. Yeah, no, I'm I not mean, into that. Yeah, like, I want to fucking, I want to make money. I want to have a good life. I mm. want to have fun. I want to make the world a better place. I mean, if I had to do that I would, but it's not what I want to do. Yeah. And we have an easy solution right now. The easy solution is up our standards. Be more conscious with where we spend our fucking money. Mm. Spend it with pro-American brands, spend it with pro-freedom brands, and uh, you know, inconvenience yourself a little bit with your habits. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck dude, you don't have to order every motherfucking thing off Amazon. You don't have yeah. to fucking go to Walmart like bro, Start supporting these small mom and pop american owned places, you know and even if fuck i mean my companies aren't that small like but we're american owned and we're yeah. fucking pro freedom, so you know, buy my shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, dude for real though, like even if it wasn't me even like it it's the point yeah you know? yeah
0: yeah it's so, uh you got to live the life, man, yeah. Uh, well, thanks for bro, uh, doing the show today. I appreciate it, man.
3: Oh, uh, bro. It's it's an honor, man. And yeah. uh, I really appreciate what you're doing with this podcast. Um, I think it's needed. Uh, it's going to be exciting next few years. Mm. I think a lot of things are going to change. But I also think it's going our way. Yeah. So I think if you guys could just, you know, let's all get together and start moving
1: in the right direction.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for doing the show. Thank you all for watching. This has been Citizen.